Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Thursday, the 20th of January or the 18th of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha called Yitro or Jethro. And a portion from the Torah will be Exodus chapter 19, verse 7 through verse 19. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. So Moshe came and called for the elders of the people and set before them all these words which the Lord commanded him. All the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. Moshe reported the words of the people to the Lord. And the Lord said to Moshe, Behold, I come to you in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with you, and may also believe you forever. Moshe told the words of the people to the Lord. Uh, of the people to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their garments and be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people on Mount Sinai. You shall set bounds to the people all around, saying, Be careful that you do not go up on the mountain or touch its borders. Whoever touches the mountain shall be surely put to death. No hand shall touch him, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it is an animal or man, he shall not live. When the shofar sounds long, they shall come up to the mountain. Moshe went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. And he said to the people, Be ready by the third day. Do not have sexual relations with a woman. And it came to pass on the third day, when it was morning, that there were thunders and lightning and a thick cloud on the mountain, and the sound of an exceedingly loud shofar, and all the people who were in the camp trembled. Moshe led the people out of the camp to meet God, and they stood at the lower part of the mountain. And all on Mount Sinai smoked, because the Lord descended on it in fire, and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain trembled greatly. And when the sound of the shofar grew louder and louder, Moshe spoke, and God answered him by a voice. That was Exodus, or Shemot, nineteen seven through 19. And a portion from the prophets is today, 1 Kings chapter 8. Then Shlomo assembled the elders of Israel with all the heads of the tribes, the princes of the father's households of the sons of Israel, to King Shlomo in Jerusalem, 
to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion. And all the men of Israel assembled themselves to King Shlomo at the feast in the Mount Etanim, which is the seventh month. And all the elders of Israel came, and the Kohanim picked up the Ark. And they brought up the Ark of the Lord, the tent of meeting, and all the holy vessels that were in the tent, the Kohanim and the Levites brought these up. And King Shlomo and all the congregation of Israel, who were assembled to him, were with him before the ark, sacrificing sheep and cattle that could not be counted or numbered for multitude. Then the Kohanim brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord to its place, into the inner sanctuary of the house, to the most holy place, under the wings of the Krovim. For the Krovim spread out their wings out over the place of the ark, and the Krovim covered the ark and its poles above. And the poles were so long that the ends of the poles were seen from the holy place before the inner sanctuary, but they were not seen outside and they are there to this day. There was nothing in the ark except the two stone tablets which Moshe put there at Horeb when the Lord made a covenant with the sons of Israel when they came out of the land of Mitzrayim. And it came to pass when the Kohanim came out of the holy place that the cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the Kohanim could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. Then Shlomo said, Lord, The Lord said that he would dwell in thick darkness. I have surely built you a house of habitation, a place for you to dwell in forever. The king turned his face around and blessed all the assembly of Israel, and all the assembly of Israel stood. And he said, Blessed is the Lord, the God of Israel, who spoke with his mouth to David your father and has with his hand fulfilled it, saying, Since the day that I brought my people Israel out of Mitzrayim, I chose no city out of all the tribes of Israel to build a house, that my name might be there, but I chose David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord said to David, my father, Whereas, whereas it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well that it was in your heart. Nevertheless, you shall not build a house, but your son who shall come out of your body, he shall build a house for my name. Now the Lord has established his word that he spoke. For I have risen up in the place of David my father, and I sit on the throne of Israel, as the Lord promised, and have built the house for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. There I have set a place for the ark, in which it is the covenant of the Lord, which he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Mitzrayim. Then Shlomo stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hand toward heaven, and he said, Lord, the God of Israel, there is no God like you, 
in heaven above or on earth beneath, who keeps covenant and loving kindness with your servants, who walk before you with all their heart, who has kept with your servant David my father that which you promised him. Yes, you spoke with your mouth and have fulfilled it with your hand as it is today. Therefore, may the Lord, the God of Israel, keep with your servant David my father that which you have promised him, saying, There shall not fail from you a man in my sight to sit on the throne of Israel, if only your children take heed to their way, to walk before me as you have walked before me. Therefore, God of Israel, please let your word be verified, which you spoke to your servant David my father. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you, how much less this house that I have built. Yet have respect for the prayer of your servant and for his supplication, Lord my God, to listen to the cry and to the prayer which your servant prays before you today, that your eyes may be opened toward this house night and day, even toward the place of which you have said, My name shall be there to listen to the prayer which your servant prays toward this place. Listen to the supplication of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray toward this place. Yes, here in heaven your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor, and an oath is laid on him to cause him to swear, and he comes and swears before your altar in this house, then hear in heaven and act, and judge your servants, condemning the wicked to bring his way on his own head, and justifying the righteous to give him according to his righteousness. When your people Israel are struck down before the enemy because they have sinned against you, if they turn again to you and confess your name and pray and make supplication to you in this house, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel and bring them again to the land which you gave to their fathers. When heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, if they pray toward this place and confess your name and turn from their sin when you afflict them, then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your servants and of your people Israel when you teach them the good way in which they should walk and send rain on your land, which you have given to your people for an inheritance. If there is famine in the land, if there is pestilence, if there is blight, mildew, locust or caterpillar, if their enemy besieges them in the land of their cities, whatever plague, whatever sickness there is, whatever prayer and supplication is made by any man, or by all your people Israel, who shall each know the plague of his own heart and spread out his hands towards this house, then hear in heaven your dwelling place and forgive and act and give to every man according to all his ways, whose heart you know, for you alone know the hearts of all the children of men, that they may fear you all the days that they live in the land which you gave to our fathers." Moreover, concerning the foreigner who is not of your people Israel, 
when he comes out of a far country for the sake of your name, for they shall hear of your great name and of your mighty hand and your outstretched arm. When he comes and prays toward this house, here in heaven, your dwelling place, and do according to all that the foreigner calls to, calls to you for, that all the peoples of the earth may know your name, to fear you as you do your people Israel, and that they may know that this house which I have built is called by your name. If your people go out to battle against their enemy, by whatever way you shall send them, and they pray to the Lord toward the city which you have chosen, and toward the house which I have built for your name, then hear in heaven their prayer and their supplication, and maintain their cause. If they sin against you, for there is no man who does not sin, and you are angry with them, and deliver them to the enemy, so that they carry them away captive to the land of the enemy, far off or near. Yet if they repent in the land where they are carried captive, and turn again, and make supplication to you in the land of those who carry them captive, saying, We have sinned and have done perversely, we have dealt wickedly. If they return to you with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies, who carried them captive, and pray to you toward their land, which you gave to their fathers, the city which you have chosen, and the house which I have built for your name. Then hear their prayer and their supplication in heaven, your dwelling place, and maintain their cause, and forgive your people who have sinned against you, and all their transgressions in which they have transgressed against you and give them compassion before those who carry them captive, that they may have compassion on them. For they are your people and your inheritance, which you brought out of Mitzrayim, from the middle of the iron furnace, that your eyes may be open to the supplication of your servant and to the supplication of your people Israel, to listen to them whenever they cry to you, for you separated them from among all the peoples of the earth to be your inheritance, as you spoke to Moshe, your servant, when you brought our fathers out of Egypt. Lord, Lord. And it was so that when Shlomo had finished praying all this prayer and supplication to the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord, from kneeling on his knees with his hands spread out toward heaven. And he stood and blessed all the assembly of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel, according to all that he promised. There has not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised by Moshe his servant. May the Lord Eloheinu be with us, as he was with our fathers. Let him not leave us or forsake us that he may incline our hearts to him to walk in all his ways and to keep his mitzvot and his statutes and his ordinances which he commanded our fathers. Let these my words which, with which I have made supplication before the Lord be near to the Lord Eloheinu day and night, that he may maintain the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel as every day requires 
that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord himself is God. There is no one else. Let your heart, therefore, be perfect with the Lord Eloheinu, to walk in his statutes and to keep his mitzvot as it is today. And the king and all of Israel with him offered sacrifice before the Lord. And Shlomo offered for the sacrifice of peace offerings, which he offered to the Lord, 22,000 head of cattle and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the sons of Israel dedicated the house of the Lord. The same day the king made the middle of the court holy that was before the house of the Lord. For there he offered the burnt offering and the grain offering and the fat of the peace offerings. Because the bronze altar that was before the Lord was too little to receive the burnt offering, the grain offering, and the fat of the peace offerings. At that time Shlomo held the feast, and all Israel with him, a great assembly, from the entrance of Hamat to the brook of Mizraim, before the Lord Eloheinu, seven days, and then seven more days, fourteen days. On the eighth day he sent the people away, and they blessed the king, and went to their tents, joyful and glad in their hearts, for all the goodness that the Lord had shown to David his servant, and to Israel his people. That was First Kings, or Melachim, chapter 8. And now our portion from the writings is today, Psalm, or Tehilim, 99. The Lord reigns, let the peoples tremble. He sits enthroned above Kruvim, let the earth shake. The Lord is great in Zion, he is high above all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name, it is holy. The mighty king loves justice, you have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Yaakov. Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. He is holy. Moshe and Aaron were among his kohanim. Shuel was among those who call on his name. They called on the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them in the pillar of cloud. They kept his testimonies, the statute that he gave them. You answered them, Lord our God. You are a God who forgave them although you took vengeance for their doings. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. That was Psalm 99, and now we have arrived at our final portion for today, the Apostolic Scriptures. And we'll be reading Luke, or Lucas, chapter 23, Verse 1 through verse 25. Then the whole company of them rose up and brought him before Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting the nation, forbidding paying taxes to Caesar, and saying that he himself is Mashiach, a king. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him and said, So you say. But Pilate said to the chief Kohanim and the multitudes, 
I find no basis for a charge against this man. But they insisted, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Yehuda, beginning from Galil even to this place. When Pilate heard of Galil, he asked if the man was a Galilean. And when he found out that he was in Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem during those days. Now when Herod saw Yeshua, he was exceedingly glad, for he had wanted to see him for a long time, because he had heard many things about him, and he hoped to see some miracle done by him. Then he questioned him with many words, but he gave no answers. And the chief Kohanim and the Torah teachers stood, vehemently accusing him. And Herod with his soldiers humiliated him and mocked him, dressing him in a luxurious clothing. They sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day, for before that they were enemies with each other. And Pilate called together the chief Kohanim and the rulers of the people and said to them, You brought this man to me as one that misleads the people. And behold, having examined him before you, I found no guilt in this man concerning those things of which you accuse him. And neither has Herod, for as I sent you to him, for I sent you to him, and see nothing worthy of death has been done by him. I will therefore chastise him and release him, for it was necessary for him to release one of them at the feast. But they all cried out together, saying, Away with this man, and release to us Barabba, one whom was thrown into prison for a certain revolt in the city, and for murder. Then Pilate spoke to them again, wanting to release Yeshua, but they shouted, saying, Crucify, crucify him. And he said to them the third time, Why, what evil has he done? I have found no guilt deserving death in him. I will therefore chastise him and release him. But they were insistent with loud voices asking that he might be crucified. And their voices and the voices of the chief Kohanim prevailed. So Pilate decided that what they asked for should be done. And he released him, who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, for whom they asked, but he delivered Yeshua up to their will. That was Luke chapter 23, verses 1 through 25. If you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this cycle, you will also read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you and pray that you will have a blessed day. Get encouragement from the Word of God that you have listened to. Shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.